You're listening to All In, the podcast where I share what I learn as well as dive into what motivates the world's most passionate minds. All right, listen up for today's dose of inspiration. So the topic today, Mark, is how to create amazing content. Yes. Small businesses, right? Yes. I mean, I think small business has a huge opportunity when, from, from a social media perspective, yet I don't think many of them take advantage of it. If you look at the average business's Facebook page, they may have a scattered post. Uh, LinkedIn, maybe not so much. Mm -hmm. Google My Business, they may not be doing anything. And, you know, just on and on and on. Twitter, they may have abandoned it. So what do you think, you know, a small business listening to this can do? I would want them to do it on their own. Yeah. To a certain extent and then find somebody to do it. Because like I said, the most cost effective way to do it is do it yourself. Uh, and I know you got some strategies. We created a video the other day. I want to kind of create a podcast episode. Um, so kind of let's just unroll. Yeah, sure. Okay. So um, I, you've, we've kind of talked this about, um, we've talked about this before, but social media is a very underutilized or very misunderstood kind of tool to increase um, some organic marketing growth trends. Um, especially with younger businesses, a lot of, um, students are realizing that there's a lot of potential in that, but for, uh, for traditional businesses or older businesses, social media is kind of like this really weird enigma. Yeah. So I think it's important to really understand what each platform has to offer you and how you can utilize it best. Right. So, um, everyone knows Facebook, everyone knows Facebook as like the, uh, it's like sort of Google. grandfather, right. yes, of all social media platforms. It started out as like this little, little platform um, by Mark Zuckerberg as like a internal kind of um, social media platform for people to get to know each other at a university. And then slowly it grew into this massive platform that we know it to be today. Yep. Um, but the thing about Facebook is that um, as it's grown older, so has the target audience, the demographic of people who use it. Same with any newer platforms. So Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube is pretty old too. It came out in right. about 2007, 2008. Um, it was under a different name back then, but um, you know, platforms like that, that um, when they don't know how to, well, when they do grow with their audience, yep. they're obviously their demographic changes, but there are some that adapt to newer and older audiences alike. Um, so a really good example of this would be YouTube because there's, there's content for everybody. Right. But for Facebook, um, Facebook's target demographic is usually people in their mid to late twenties, all the way up until like their 55 plus range. So they cover all like the, um, late Gen Z's, uh, the millennials, and then, you know, everything up uh, from there. Uh, primarily it's anyone usually in the middle age. So around like early thirties to mid fifties after that, it kind of gets a little, um, but I would tell you the strewed. young folks have already left Facebook. Yes, correct. So all the young folks, um, Gen Zers and a lot of, um, millennials, they also use, uh, Twitter and Instagram a lot. So Instagram is like the visual half of social media that has really exploded. Right. Yep. People love sharing, you know, these photos about their life or um, a lot of uh, times I'll hear Instagram described as like a highlight reel of your life. Yep. You're posting what you want people to see and kind of what you really curate. like. Yeah, you curate that kind of content based on what you're doing, um, kind of really putting the whole like live in the moment, but take, you know, take a snapshot of it to remember it by. Right. Um, that's really, really important. Or you live for the Instagram. You live moment. for the Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> you live for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people do. It's. 
you know, it's a little bit addicting when you do get a certain amount of likes and you're like, oh, this is really cool. You know, yeah. how can I push that? How can I get more engagement? How can I, you know, get seen and then possibly turn this into some kind of like branding opportunity or like turn myself into a brand deal or someone who can do X, Y, and Z with bigger companies? Because realistically, you know, there are some people that want to become influencers, but don't know how. And then there are some people that become influencers because they're authentically themselves on social media. And that's what people are attracted to, right? How can a business create a ton of content and do their the best possible job on social? Sure. What should they do? Like, well, the first thing is to really understand like what platform are you trying to go for, right? Yeah. Um, if you are a you know like small little bakery, for example, you're not going to use Twitter to. Well, I mean, you can, but you're not going to go to Twitter as your primary kind of um, platform. Usually you'll be on Instagram promoting all that kind of stuff and using hashtags that people follow. You'll be on Facebook using a Facebook business page. Um, Those will be your go to's for marketing. But then what are you trying to say? Right. On Facebook, you're going to be a lot more promotional on Instagram. You're going to be kind of selling this idea, a concept of what, you know, your little bakery is like your products and how they're different from everyone. Maybe you're appealing to a local audience. Maybe you're, you know, providing like these high quality gourmet baked goods only in this area. And then people are kind of like, oh, I want to go try that and visit that, you know, when down there. Whereas if you're a bigger brand or someone who's, you know, marketing nationally, you want to appeal to different regions, or maybe you want to appeal to like this general concept that, you know, oh, is this available to me as someone who's in, you know, X, Y, Z location? You really have to think about how each platform will be best utilized for you. So I've always said Facebook is like traditionally promotional, but also shareable content. Instagram is visual storytelling, very engaging. And then Twitter is like trendy kind of on the go news um, or, you know, quick shareable things Um, more so than Facebook because you can retweet things very, very easily. easily. Whereas on Facebook, if you reshare something, people usually want you to have an opinion on it. So you'll also have to write your own long form content and things like that. Um, usually when you're on Facebook, people invest a lot more time. Twitter is very like touch and go if it's not in that. If you use Twitter at all. Yeah, correct. So Twitter is kind of like the weird middle child of social media. I like to say between Facebook and Instagram, um, not even taking LinkedIn into consideration. Uh, Twitter is kind of stagnant in its growth only because it's such a niche market, um, for people to use social media, right? Um, it's one of the slowest growing audiences. I believe in a few studies it's been done that it's been pretty stable at around like, I think 330 million active users or something. That's the last number I remember. It was from a pretty old study. Um, old is like two years. Um, so that kind of, you know, study, I was like, well, it hasn't grown compared to like Instagram or LinkedIn where people are starting to realize, you know, being professional and, you know, having a visual story to tell is very important. Um, Facebook is still growing. Um, not as quickly as it used to, but it's growing much in exponentially for businesses, not so much just like the regular everyday kind of user. Um, so like I said, Twitter is unique in that sense where it has a very niche like user audience, but that user audience is extremely loyal. I agree. So I think that's where They're in cryptocurrency. Know, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. So things along those lines, you know, um, it's really important to understand like where does your business best fit first? And where do you feel like you can build that audience? Um, you know, uh, I like to go by like this general rule. I have like the three R's kind of rule. Yep. That's what I want to so, talk about. The three R's. Yeah, sure. So um, my three R's are, is it relevant? Yep. Um, is it recent? And uh, what's the reason, right? So 
Uh, relevancy is really, really important. It's kind of the reason why we tie into a lot of things. So, um, you know, personally, I'm not going to look at an Instagram post that says, oh, um, you know, do you want to go to this like heavy metal concert? Because that's not what I'm why about. I, I mean, it's it seems like a great time, but I am personally someone who's very invested into show tunes and musicals and like other kind of like fun, campy, peppy stuff. Sure. Right. So a metal concert isn't necessarily like right up my alley. Um, whereas, you know, if it's something like, oh, if it's a sale on show tickets, for example, like Hamilton's coming down to Naples, I would want to go to that immediately. And right. I, if I, you know, saw an ad for that, I'd probably be more likely um, to click on it and engage with it compared to something like that, you know? So how relevant is that content? Um, is it a blog post about certain musicals? Is it, you know, is it um, a tweet or a post about, you know, something that uh, musical performers are doing now that's, you know, different from years ago is it a deep dive article those are Correct. things that i really enjoy and invest into and so they're more relevant to me than things that are short form i hate react culture based content where like you're just trying to get you know um like some get engagement yeah like yeah. clickbaity stuff i i hate that so um i actively avoid them now um so that's kind of like what i mean by relevant how how does it tie into your audience the second one um the second r is uh, the i think it was yeah recent. recent yeah so how recent is your content now not necessarily saying that you know, older content is bad, but is that kind of what your company goes for? Are you investigative journalism? Are you trying to go with trends? So um, obviously the news industry is much more deep dive based, um, but they also play on the trendy recent news side, right? Um, or if you look at the fashion industry, there's fast fashion and there's vintage fashion. Yep. So, you know, those play on trendy and then um, older topics as well. So really, where are you trying to place your content and how are you positioning yourself in a way that you know you either appeal to one or both audiences both being that you are reporting on these trends but also understand the importance of reflecting on the history or are you solely based in like are you living not living in the past but are you based in the past and then you know projecting future and bringing it back or are you trendy and trying always like new um like marketing methods or margins are you pushing a new trend per se um that's what i mean by recent and the third R is uh, reason, right? So this is the ultimate kind of why as to why do we go through like these, like all, all this content, like right. the, why do we go through the thing? Yeah, the length um, for all this content to really like just sit down and stare right. at a screen for hours on end, you know, reading, reviewing, watching, whatever it is, right? They're like little anchor points that drag us along to like say, this is why this content is important right. to me. And this is why I think I should share it. And I think that's storytelling, mm -hmm. right? At the yeah, end of absolutely. the day, you really, that's the reason is this is what our company is about. Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing. And you got to fill in the, you know, the blanks. Yeah, absolutely. And it's up to the person to kind of translate that and say, oh, I see. And we've been posting a lot of content about the studio and yes. the studio and the studio. Yes. It's the same thing. <laughs> Right. We're really excited about it and we're talking about it because that's our story. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. No, no, no. And I, I mean, that's that's exactly right. Um, at the end of the day, you know, everything that you post content wise right. is storytelling. You're trying to, you know, tell a narrative you're, and then give a personal opinion on it and then say, you know, because this is who we are um, as a company, as a brand. And th these are our values. This is why we think that, you know, you should be, you know, one of our people who follows us or is an in our target audience, you know, this is why we're relevant to you. Yeah. Um, things like that, you know, those are, those right, are really important. Go over the three R's once again. Sure. Relevant. Yes. 
So reason, no relevance, recency. Yeah. Yeah. Relevancy, right. Recency, and the reason, and reason. Yes. Awesome. Any other final thoughts? I mean, honestly, if you're really looking to push out like solid social media content at the end of the day, make sure that it's true to your brand yep. and that there's meaning behind the content. You don't want to just push out content for content's sake. Like you want right. to push out content that, you know, maybe there's, um, you know, something that you want to promote, or maybe there's a vision or a perception, you know, maybe it's brand management, maybe it's, um, perception that you want to change. Uh, you know, there has to be a reason to why you're publishing that content. Otherwise, you know, if you don't have a reason to post that content, why do people have a reason to invest into yeah, it? Yeah. It's like blogging for blogging. Yes. Pretty we much. Hate that. We say that a lot. Mm -hmm. We don't want to blog for blog. You need Correct. a reason to it. Mm -hmm. so. so then it's like, you're just talking about the same thing in circles instead of kind of moving that conversation forward. I mean, what about those folks um, that want to post, but they just don't have the bandwidth, but they, you know, there's a lot of that, right? Sure. And then you sort of get some help and then they mm -hmm. do it for so sh short term and then that dies and then mm -hmm. you fall off and you start with a different strategy. And that, I mean, that's, I yeah. think the trap that small businesses are in. Yeah. It's not that they don't want to, it's just that they can't keep up. No, no, no. I understand. Social media can be a lot, especially if um, you're very kind of, uh, Strap for resources. Yeah, strap for resources time. or time. Yeah, especially. Um, thank you for filling that in. Yeah. Um, if time is your biggest concern, my thing would be to then plan it out. Uh, traditionally, I plan out my calendars and quarters because you can plan out, you know, um, posting calendars for spring. You can post for summer. You know, seasonal calendars are very, very popular. You can look at all the different kinds of national holidays coming up, all the trends, yeah. and then you can adjust for whatever's going on in the moment So because you're not super set in your way. Um, some people plan out month in advance, maybe a couple of weeks in advance if they're able to stay on top of content like that. Um, but really like, uh, if you're struggling to post content, um, really look at, you know, what, uh, what kind of content do you want to push out? Is it important right. that you post every day or would you rather just be consistent on your posting? I would say you use know, a tool. Like, yeah. Use definitely use a tool or like, uh, consult somebody to really understand like what is your position in your unique space right. and how can you best utilize social media to then further your marketing practices or um, improve your branding, things like that. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the only reason I talk about social media for small businesses is that that's what they think they need to do, which I'm fine. I mean, yeah. they should do a paid and organic and everything else as well. But this is the thing that they can do because everybody has a Facebook account. They were used to staring at it or going through the news feed and clicking on ads. They get that, mm -hmm. but they still can't execute it. And if you can't execute that and I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And this is free. There's no cost to it. So when it comes mm -hmm. to cost, cost is a big barrier and yeah. concern. There is no cost. Instagram doesn't charge you anything to post to post. So you just need to use your brain and your time and do it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I'm like, hey, let me give every tip I can. Because every, every business owner that's listening to this should be having an amazing social presence. Yeah. Uh, because there's no reason not to. Right. Cause like I said, a tool can automate the posting. So you mm -hmm. don't have to be there. You could be working or oh, yeah, taking absolutely. care of business while things are posting. And those tools are what 50 bucks a month, maybe buffer and everything else that's Some in between free too. Like, you know, right. There's... Well, I'm saying, I mean, you should take it seriously. This is mm -hmm. your business. So once you have that, you, you, whatever resource you get, instead of just doing it for the moment, do it for the next month. Yeah, you yeah. have some content in mm -hmm. the, in the, in the pipeline. And then you're also strategizing for it. I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot and in the way that I like to envision it, it's, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the, the, uh, the HubSpot, whatever, the flywheel. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. So once you have some momentum, you use that power to grow bigger and faster and mm -hmm. faster. 
And I think everybody's sort of just getting stuck in that beginning that they cannot just, they can't go past that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you get the flywheel to go and it stops. <laughs> and you get, yeah, stop. there's no like pushing force exactly. or like any motivation stop. to keep doing right. it. Right. And it should be yeah. like, okay, I got this. I built the momentum. So if you're posting 10 times a week, this mm-hmm. week, next week should be 15. Mm-hmm. And the week after that should be 20. And the week after, that's what I'm talking about. That's the only way that it's actually going to give you the results. Mm-hmm. Or else you're just sort of trying to get through 10 posts. It never gives you anything. Yeah. People that blogged once a week started to blog once a day mm-hmm. and it started to really right yeah take up. posts yeah. like they say you should be publishing podcasts on a daily basis mm. because that consistency is what's going to help you get because that, that one episode mm-hmm. might take off versus if you've only done 52 a year then you only have 52 possible content Topics. pieces yeah that's going to help you mm-hmm. so quantity in my opinion is what's going to really help you right because yeah. there's there's more there in the mm. system for something to take off. Yes and no. It, like I said, it really depends on like where you're at. So if you're strapped for time, it's better to like backlog and then plan out that consistent kind of streak. Whereas, you know, if you are like NPR, for example, and you can yeah. put out podcasts every day because that's like your big thing, then go for it. But most companies don't really have a reason to put out daily content. They weekly or even like just regularly, whatever that but is. But wouldn't that be just being oh, average? The, the, yeah. The dream is to really put out a regular, like consistent content that's also very like recent and trendy. Yeah. So I notice a lot of like um, content uh, producers, you know, if they're not in the news space, but they still want to post daily, they'll post kind of like um, personal opinions on like trending events or like they'll post um, you know, this is like a week in review and then talk about like the different things, um, throughout the week, uh, things like that, um, that give them, you know, something to talk about and still post. But I think if but, they don't do it hard enough, yeah, they're just not going to see the results and they'll just sort of see, okay, yes. results and say, well, this isn't driving me any results. So I'm going to mm-hmm. cancel or stop or yes. whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to keep paying the social media mm-hmm. person. It's not their fault. I think no. they're just not trying hard enough mm-hmm. because I think the platform is like the fire hose. Mm-hmm. So if you don't actually do something about it, it's just going to be one post in a, mm-hmm. in a million tweet happening in a minute or a second. How is that tweet going to get anywhere? Right? I just really feel like you need to be on top of it and you should well, be yes. doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the real core message is consistency. And if we get that passed, then the mm-hmm. flywheel will work. Sure. Right? As long as they understand the three R's, let's go over that again. Cause I already, yeah, it's yeah, okay. It's relevant. Uh, relevant. Reason, reason and, and reason, reason yeah. right? So if they continue to do that and just keep following that, they will have the flywheel effect in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's important to acknowledge that people who do post on that regular, like or frequent basis, they've mastered the art of making meaningful content. I want small business to yes. master the art. So yeah, I really do. And I'd rather yes. them own their recipe mm-hmm. than to use you know, somebody else's recipe mm-hmm. and it may not work and then they fail. Like yeah. figure it out. If you're a plumber, mm-hmm. figure out what's going to work for you mm-hmm. because it's your business at the end of the day. Yeah. You should own the recipe. Oh, absolutely. Because Let somebody execute your recipe. It's better to see your content improve over time than just kind of like spitballing all these different yep. ideas and like you really don't see it working. Cool. Like that, I think that is really important to like acknowledge and like kind of um, incorporate into your content because, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, if you don't have a reason to be posting that content or anything that ties you into it, then why yep. does anyone else? Yeah. Right. So like that is like where you should start um, and, and, you know, all your kind of uh, content. Um, but I mean, it's also important to acknowledge that like consistency and growing is also very important. So seeing that kind of growth trend in your posts is really right. interesting too. like you look back and you kind of go, wow, I posted that. 
I never right. would have said that today because you figured out what works best for you. Um, but if you're someone who's just like, they don't really understand like that importance of like reflecting and seeing a difference, you're just kind of posting to post, then I don't really know what you're doing right. on social media. No, you I just, just really of, want them to get a hang of it. Like yeah. I said, it's absolutely free. They should be utilizing oh, it. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure there's a billion podcast episode on it, but I had to like no, literally make sure so we made video. We, we, we talk to small business every day going through basics, Facebook one-on-one mm -hmm. stuff. So I'm like, man, let's really make sure that we share that content. So thanks, Mark. For sure. Appreciate you Absolutely. being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to All In. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out on your daily dose of inspiration. And now leave a review as well as share it with someone else. Go to my website and leave me a voice message with your questions, your thoughts. So I want to incorporate you into future episodes. That's all for today. Go out there and become who you're destined to be.